How was your week? Any mental health problems? Any mental health alerts? Oh yeah, I just hate everything. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I've hit my breaking point a thousand times. I just like don't, I, I can't do, I, I can't deal anymore. I'm not <laughs> Why? getting. Why? What's I'm going not, on? Well, I'm not getting my sound exchange money. I'm not working. Every show I get booked gets canceled. Like it's there's no end in sight to this. All these new super variants and everything. I'm like probably gonna have to postpone the wedding. Like I don't even know anymore. Like I, just, I oh don't even. God. This yeah, whole thing is so fucking dumb. Just let us all get sick. Who fucking cares anymore? Oh wait, so now you flipped. <laughs> I flipped. I'm not wearing a mask anymore. <laughs> that's the hard. That's the hard again. part. That's the hard part of being on on the team that we're on. Is once in a while you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. You know, maybe let's just fucking nuke. Let's just go. Let's just, just do go. it. And the people Let's that get it, it, they're the weak ones. They're the weak <sighs> ones, and they're the ones that 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 are meant to get it. Jesus needed them back to build a barn. <laughs> yeah, Jesus needed them back. Yeah, I'm just like I'm going crazy. And now Adam's home, and he's like bored too. But he he's like, well, let's do this. I'm like, we can't do anything. Like we. We can't, we can't do anything. We can't go out. We can't do anything. Like <laughs> I've been trying to write a sitcom. It's like, I'm really bad at story. So like, I'm good at like writing a sketch, but I'm extremely bad at story. Like a, any kind of story. I'm, I just don't have it in me to like yeah. have a coherent story, but I was trying to write one about like, you know, long-term care facility, like the life in a long-term care facility, because it's like, you know, in other cultures, we just, they stay at home, right? They don't like, so it's sort of a, a long-term care facilities are sort of a byproduct of um, how well, well off we are. But we also sort of throw all of our sadness into this one facility. And I wanted to write a show about how like there's a new HR manager at a long-term care facility that is trying to like push for more of more of a politically correct environment where there's you know it's a little bit more woke it's like young people trying to like reform how people are treating them <laughs> because these old like you know my wife will tell me like these old fucks like they just run in like you fucking slut you filipino whore you chinese bitch <laughs> and there's nothing and there's nothing there's nothing you can do about it there's not so the only thing you can do to avoid racism is like, don't send in a Filipino to that room because he's going to oh. say like, what are you doing in here, you Filipino slut? And just scream. Oh my God. It's, it's, he's, not, he's not lying. Like when my, my mom lived in one of those places kind of like that a little bit, but not quite like that anyway. But so she lived and there was all like, there was always like people like saying really rude things. Like we went for dinner once at the dining room and there's always someone saying... <laughs> like really off color but they're like grandpa you can't use that word anymore grandpa well and you don't know like you know there's stuff that sometimes happens that goes against what you think you know like even jessica was telling me like there was a number of seniors in the facility that had the vaccine and died like literally like got the got, they the, got first, the vaccine and then died they got the shot and then the next day they were sick and the next day they died so there wow. so there are people who are in such a compromised state that even yeah. like a vaccine that triggers a response fucking kills them, you know? Well, I have a friend that she's not going to get the vaccine because she's had so many allergic reactions to different things that they said, if you have a lot of allergies, you shouldn't get the vaccine until, you know, it's been out for a while, but she's like, they could shoot it in me and I could have an an go into anaphylactic shock. Like, you know i like the i like the people now that are talking about like they have them in camps <laughs> they have them in a fucking and it's like it's the weston hotel it's like a four star oh, camp people are calling yeah. them camps yeah because you come home from oh, you know because it God. was determined that like when we shut down travel from another country the mistake that we made is we just let our people come back as if our people couldn't possibly have bring anything virus. with them yeah and they were the ones that were going around and spreading it all over the fucking place so they were like, okay, these people that come back, we can't just trust that they're quarantining. We have to enforce a quarantine. And so people were trying to make a big deal out of the fact that like they're in camps. So there's a, now there's a big rally uh, in Calgary to get people out of the camps. 
but it's in front oh of the Western in front of the Weston Hotel by the airport. It's like, you know, fresh towel. What kind of concentration camp gives you like fresh towels and mints on your pillow for fuck's sake? <sighs> also, I've been by that because every time we go to Calgary for Adam's work to for him to leave, the Weston's there and it's just been sitting there empty because I think they just built it before COVID and they haven't really used it yet. So yeah, they should be using it for this. And also, I heard that uh, they're not they're not giving them hotel rooms. The people have to pay to stay there. So people are paying to stay in these camps. Are they really? Oh, they said it's at their expense. That's what Justin Trudeau yeah. said. You have yeah. to quarantine at your expense. If you want to quarantine in your house, everyone in your house, regardless if they traveled, has to quarantine. You cannot leave your house. But if you are going to stay in a hotel, you pay for it. I'm sure there's like a, it's not like $200 a night, but... Yeah. But also, like, okay, yeah, these people traveled. You know, this is what you knew there would be risks with traveling. Either you could get sick, or you could get stranded, or you could get uh, quarantined when you got home. So those were the chances that these people that wanted to travel took. I wanted to travel so bad, and I did it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a definitely like I don't know. Staying in those, you have to pay for it. I don't know. That is what kind of camps. That's fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, like, like, like uh, we told you. Like, so that's the thing like you know the now the conspiracy people are like we fucking told you there'd be camps didn't we and oh look who's stupid now my yeah. buddy's up at the fucking double tree and he has to pay, <laughs> and he has to pay 60 a night and if he doesn't put up a do not disturb sign the gestapo come in and clean his room and the hot tub isn't even open the fucking vacuum Gestapo comes in and checks his entire room and takes his vacuum. cum bag and throws it, in, you know, like fucking relax. I think that like, I think more people are like, oh, people are dying from suicide. I think people are dying from like stress, from stressing themselves out so much about ridiculous stuff that they don't need to be stressed out about. Well, and it's just things like we said before, like it's things that these people didn't give a fuck about before. I, I never mm -hmm. heard anybody before talking about their concerns for our broken mental health um, system, right? I never. No, whatever is convenient for them. And yeah, it just it goes them, with yeah. their. It fits their narrative. They want to get back to their own fucking life, and they want to go back to M M Maui, right? And so they tr they can't say that, so they have to fit it into like, okay, what works for this narrative? Like suicides, like okay, but if I told you a year ago that the government was going to pump fifty million dollars more into mental health services you'd be like well fucking no yeah you know like they didn't care about people taking their own lives before they considered it like oh you fucking coward taking the easy way out i can't fuck i wouldn't fucking do that <laughs> you're and now, not lying now, and now suddenly they care now they fucking care about mental health and suicide now they've got a big heart right yeah it's very but, convenient it's very convenient yeah. It's the only thing, you know, because there's that guy. I mean, who wouldn't do that? Like that guy, the guy and his wife that went up and, you know, that's so hilarious. They went to a remote indigenous community and tried oh. to blend in to get the vaccine. Like, what the fuck? And also they'd have to go back and get the second one. Yeah. And they're well, and they're they paid. What did they pay? They had to, like the fines were like a thousand dollars, you know. But That's I heard big, that they were going to get in bigger trouble because people were really mad about it. They might just because there was a microscope put on them, but it sort of like shows you what's wrong with our system in, in its in entirety. Like I, not only can I not imagine a billionaire, like a billion billionaires, I can't even imagine a billionaire being in prison in North America. Like how many billionaires would ever go to jail for any crime in, in North America? Like how many billionaires are in jail here? Zero. Yeah. Would have to be Zero. And if they're in jail, they're in this very nice jail. They're not in prison. They're not in the jail that the, the real criminals are in. You know, they're in white collar prison, which is very different. I mean, we talked. What's that? Have you been following that whole game stock? Uh, how they're short stock thing? Yeah, my fa my favorite part of it is how they're like. Well, here's the problem: is the person who's going to pay for this is the little guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, well, on behalf of little guys everywhere, let me remind you, we already fucking know that we lose. And also you know? the little guys are the ones like, that started this. I know, but it's like as if as if the little guy is so yes. stupid that they don't understand that they could possibly lose. Like, I don't see these people picketing in front of fucking casinos to keep the little guy 
away from blowing his mortgage on a fucking roulette wheel. Yeah. You know, they don't give a shit about the little guy. Like it's a, it's a, it's the same thing as the, the uh, conspiracy people talking about COVID. It's like, it's just this misdirection of like what you actually care about is sort of like, well, if the system looks broken, then I make less money. So let's keep the system on the tracks and let's pretend we fucking care about people who commit suicide or restaurants that are going bankrupt. You know, let's pretend we care about the little guy who's losing all the money in GameStop. Like little guys know if you got into this thing at $300 a fucking share, you know that you could lose it all. Like, of course you do. Nobody who bought into this is that fucking stupid. No, well, and it's it, the whole group. It is a group of people that got together and they're, it's all on Reddit. You can go read the their conversations right now. It's all, they're saying, yeah, they, because now that they're saying, well, you guys are going to break the stock market. And they're like, no, we're not with one stock. We're not going to break the stock market. You guys are going to lose a lot of money. And then they're like, well, you, in the end, you're going to lose money. They're like, well, no, we're just going to hold on to our stocks. That's what they keep saying. We're like, we're not selling. We're holding these stocks. So nobody's going to sell them. And the game continues, right? Because they, you know, the hedge funds want to short the stock. The people from the internet bump the price up. And then people can still say, like, even at $300 or $250 a share, there were still people shorting the stock. They were going in and saying, I know this is going to fucking go down. So, you know, I'll buy it. I'll sell it immediately. And then I'll go back into them. Like, so the game never ends. Like, it's not like, you know, it's some big secret what's going on like it's all out in the open and you can either get on or not like and yeah. the little guy is going to lose the money in the end because we always do yeah the rich people don't rich people don't lose i just don't understand why like why you have to have a billion dollars like why do you have to have so much money that like you don't even use it all i don't understand that mindset you fucking earned it. It's yeah, your you that's, earned it. That's how you, that's how you, why you don't have savings. Like, how do you how do you yeah. money? Like, you <laughs> don't even use it all. Fuck you. We don't even tell everyone I have zero savings. Yeah, really. I like, that was just a guess. <laughs> oh, it's a good guess. It's very awesome. accurate. It's like, well, oh, be a winner. People have money they don't use. <laughs> Bro, it, keep it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Keep the fuck, you know what? You fucking lazy libs. Oh, yeah. I got a new conservative, the conservative joke that I had. I got Ooh. it. So we're building our conservative set, right? Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Of course we are. <laughs> I haven't just been lying on my couch playing Candy Crush all week. But anyway. so I have like, maybe we could call it MAGA Faws. MAGA Faws. Um, a guffaw is a hearty. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we get have it. MAGA FAWS. MAGA FAWS. <laughs> GAFAWS. MAGA GAFAWS. It's maybe it won't work. But so the joke that you're going to, I got this neighbor who is this fucking libtard, idiot, COVID believing moron who put a speed limit sign on his lawn that says 30 kilometers an hour uh, online school zone. This fucking dweeb so that's that that'd be kind of a throwaway how high were you when um, you thought of that what's that how high were you when you thought of that i don't think i was very high <laughs> but my i don't know my dad actually recently was like um he told me about he wanted to know if my son wanted a scooter like to drive around like is you i guess you're allowed to drive a scooter when you're 14 yeah which oh, like me- a moped, like a moped. Yeah, scooter. like you can drive yeah. a scooter, like a mo. And I was like, "How the fuck did we come up with a system where, like, when you're 14, you can't drive a vehicle where you're safe?" Like, you can drive when you're 14. You have to have a, it's like a learner's, right? Yeah, but still, like, you can't drive by yourself in a yeah. motor vehicle where you're safe. You're a 14 year old safe person who might hit a pole or a fire hydrant or a fucking cat or something. But you're safe. You're a child who is safe. We, but we are okay with putting them on a fucking death machine when they're 14. Like there, any, there's no scooter accident that isn't fatal. Well, and true. And also, it's not. It's, it's not always the person driving the scooter. Like they could have gone and learned how to and be safe as possible. But some fucking idiot cuts them off and not. Like of course, like it's 
it's bad. It's bad news. It's not a good idea. I just think society's fucked that we're like, you know what? Put that 14 year old on that death machine where like one wrong move and they're deceased. You know, they run into a fucking minivan and they're dead. Like, oh, well, you know, better than having him in a car where he could have really dinged up the van. Those things are unpredictable too, because I was, when I was in Cuba, we took them from our resort into Veradero and we had to ride on a highway <laughs> next to all these really, really trucks driving by. And I kind of like hit something and almost lost control. It was, it was not a, and everybody in, in tropical places, at least they're wasted driving those things. Like You're supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to, you're supposed to be drinking and driving. I miss, that's one of the things I miss from my youth the most is drinking and driving. What? I miss it. It was a good. You miss it, was, it. You know, when you live in a tiny community, it's the only thrill you get. You know, yeah. Drinking and driving. Only, you know, you're just you're a fucking loser, and then people are like, "Don't drink and drive tonight," and you're like, "Fuck you! I can do what I want. I'm dangerous." Oh my god. Like it was how you just became an instant bad boy, you know, there was a certain class of girl, um, very low, but they were, there was a certain class of girl, that <laughs> very like, low. you know, like, you know, guy, like guys always want to get like a good car to impress women. You could like have a shitty car, but drink and drive and impress this girl. You know, she'd be like, that guy's fucking dangerous. I want to get a ride home from that guy in a K car who drinks and drives. My mom would have murdered. My mom would have murdered. She said, "If you ever get in a car with someone drinking driving, she would she would be someone." I she used to pick well, me up then, at the bar. But then you would have wanted to rebel against her at some point. Been like, "Fuck you, mom! My new boyfriend drinks and drives everywhere." No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not. Everywhere. She was a good mom, and she taught me well. She used to come and pick me and my girlfriends up from the bar. She used to drive us in her minivan to Cowboys. <laughs> Like she'd drive me and my girlfriend to the bar because <laughs> she didn't want us crashed. to drink and drive. She didn't want us to drink and drive. And There's, you had you were like a home sex person, right? You'd have sex at home with your mom there, wouldn't you? With my mom there? Not in the room, but I mean like <laughs> in the house. Were you one of those people? Like if you're going to fuck guys, do it here. Oh, my mom, she never, well, my mom thought, it, I don't think my mom thought I was fuckable because she never said anything like that. It was always like, if you're going <laughs> to... I think it was, it was always if you're going to get drunk, you get drunk here. But she never said if you're going to have sex, have sex here. Because she never thought anybody was going to fuck yeah. Oh, no. Uh, but no. I did have a boyfriend live with us. Okay. My first did boyfriend lived with separate, us. Did you guys have separate rooms? No, he stayed in my bedroom. How old were you at that time? 19, 18, 19. Okay. Getting yeah. Risky years. Like adult. Yeah. Still living adults still living at home, but why? What would you do if your if your son had a girlfriend? How old is your son now? He's twelve. Is that your oldest is twelve? Yeah. They're kind of disgusted by the idea. Yeah, they're still yeah. one summer when the one summer and all these girls are gonna have boobs popping out, although those girls get boobs really early because of all the hormones now. But one summer it's just gonna flip. Yeah, it'll be strawberry wine time for sure. Yeah. Very wine time. We'll be fucking yeah, lovers in the mist. I'll meet you in oh. Sherwood Park, and we'll go to the river and make out. <laughs> we used to go camping. Oh, that's how we go camping. <laughs> have sexual intercourse like on grass. In a tent. <laughs> in a tent on an air mattress. In a tent. It was disgusting because you know how tents smell in the morning. How about yeah. a tent that you've been drinking in and fucking in? The next morning stinks. It's like everybody in the world hears that. They've been fucking in there. Gross. That is the grossest thing is like stepping into. I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast, but um we went camping on Maylong one time and it was like fucking it was it snowed. Oh God. And we had uh we had a tent and then my wife went and got like a, a heater, you know, because there was a power outlet. So that's the only reason we decided to do it. We're like, well, there's power outlets, we can get a heater, like whatever. 
and then we'd turn it on at night and it's like minus 10 you know it's oh like freezing cold so we plug in this heater and then we lay down and we're like i am fucking like and we our kids were there too like we had oh see that was the problem is like pre-kids <laughs> if something went haywire i was just like oh well fucking it's cold good night like yeah <laughs> you have children so you're like holy shit like this is a parenting mistake <laughs> this is a parenting mistake i made a huge parent mistake my mom wouldn't have done this this would never have happened to my fucking mom and so we lay down and it's still freezing and then we realize like and then i'm like what the fuck so i get up and i grab a flashlight and i look at the box and it's a hand warmer just for your what do you mean just, just for, for your hands? hands like it only produces oh enough heat to put your fucking so we would just take turns rubbing it on our bodies. Like we would just fucking, I would take it. And Why did it. you just leave? What do you mean leave? Or We're get there. in your car. We paid $12 a night for the stall. <laughs> Don't just fucking stop camping because your kid, your baby's uh, freezing. I think I have a bad uh, memories of camping because every time we go camping, we had this old canvas tent. It was like from the 70s. Because my dad was too cheap to buy a new one. And uh, it, first of all, it smelled like mold. Like it was disgusting. And it was so confusing to put together. It would take my parents like five hours. And I think my mom would threaten divorce about eight times. Like it was always like tears during camping. It was never like, this is a great family experience. So I don't think I could camp in a tent. I would camp if I had like, like a, a trailer or like an RV or something. But yeah. I don't think I could camp at a tent. Because well, the thing, too, about setting up those tent trailers and stuff is usually when you're engaging in teamwork with your, like, partner, one of you has a better idea. Like, one of you knows more. So the other one is like, a like okay, I'm the fucking, I'm the assistant. We're doing a thing that you're more comfortable with. You've done this a million times. I'll just hand you the shit. <laughs> but camping in tent trailers is one of those things where you're both like, no, uh, no, not that fucking, you know, like, you both think you know how to fucking do it and the other person is fucking it up. Like, so it's just this rage wall that you run into because you're both like, why are you doing it like that? It goes like this. And then you both fail at your own different ways and then you blame each other. It's so crazy how you go from being like so excited that someone's texting you or you know when you like first meet the person, you're like, oh, this is, I can't believe this. And then you're in the relationship and you're just like, oh my God all the time <laughs> like yeah. it, it's crazy what happens it's crazy what happens with it takes about children. three years before you hate how they breathe you know <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how long it takes before you hate them like continuing to live now <laughs> the sound of them not dying angers you <laughs> like that's a pretty that's a pretty tough place to be but that's where that's how long it takes is about three years that's all that's all it takes I there's no fucking way that there's a relationship that's perfect like there everyone's happy all the time there's abs there's like there's people that are happier than others but there's no way that there's two people out there that have been together for more than five years and they're just like oh my god this is I never want to be without this person that's bullshit that doesn't exist I don't it doesn't exist can like maybe money makes things different you know because people always say like money well money just gives you fighting. you can do more things Right? Yeah, funny when people say like well people usually couples usually fight over money and it's like no couples fight over the opposite of money no money yeah <laughs> couples never fight over what they're gonna do with the third million they have yeah you know they fight over hey we're down to our last 10 fucking dollars and you got a hot dog yeah <laughs> no that's great that's fucking fantastic i hope it was delicious you fucking lunatic. What are we going to get for lunch for our son? <laughs> you know? So nobody fights over money. It's fucking, it's a zero. It's a zero in the account. And you're like, well, that's fantastic. No, you go ahead and you buy that. That's great. No, you go to Canadian Tire and you go ahead and you get that fucking, you go get that new skidoo. Well, having no money is too stressful. Too stressful. Right. Like, like I, uh, we both have been waiting for our sound exchange money and it's lost in the mail somewhere. Who fucking knows? Like every day you message me, did you get your check? I'm like, no. Luckily mine's not much. So it's not like a game changer. Mine's less than yours, but it is like, I'm using it 
uh, I need it. To, like, I have to pay for the rest of my wedding dress tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm just going to show up and be like, hey. <laughs> I just talked to a lady today about a resume. And I was like, she's like, well, just send me your old one. And I'm like, okay, let me just go grab my laptop from 1999. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. My resume is terrible. My resume, I sent it off. And then I, I'm embarrassed that I sent it to places because it's so just- bad. I just have to go into the dresser I used when I was a child and find the external hard drive. <laughs> Let me just go find my childhood dresser and I'll get right back to you. Bye. <laughs> oh and my like, God. Not only have I not worked for 15 years, um, but I also, be, prior to that, I had a job for eight years at the same place. And, uh, you know, I didn't, like, I, they, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> forklift driver doesn't i was but the company no longer exists it was connexus in bruderheim and so i basically there's like you know you'd have to go i'd have to go back to um my god i'd have to go back to like 1997 for an employer that they could call and say hey did sean work here and they'd be like what we're busy fucking (laughs) you know like Hey, yeah. uh, hey, Asplin tree trimming. Did Sean Lacomber work there from 1995 to 1997? What? Oh my God. So there's like, no. I'm a ghost. So then I realized like, I just have to find a job as like, a, you know, like UPS driver. Some, I'd have to find a job where like, they're just desperate for people where there's more opportunities than there are resumes on their desk. And then my resume that just says Sean Lacomber Esquire it's just just, hey great cover letter where was the rest of it that was it just a bio and a headshot that's all you get it is this horrible place to be right now though where because like for stand-up is non-existent right now it literally doesn't it exists some places but it really doesn't exist right now and who knows how much longer it's going to not exist for so your entire career all of a sudden doesn't exist so now you have to go out and get back into this workforce. Good. And like, I have to work at a restaurant with 19 year olds. And like, it's, it's, you know, I just, I, it's just the worst. This is like the worst time in the world ever. <laughs> Such a and the funny thing time. is like, I was, before I did comedy, I was the kind of cunt who like hated artists anyway. I was like, fuck you doing your little fucking Mr. Dress up routine with government money. Fuck you. You know, Good. I'm glad you got to fucking get in the trenches with me and Ricky. Yeah. Fucking build a deck, you know, instead of doing <laughs> your little fucking root monkey dance up there. Oh, the other day, my dad said, fuck you. Get in the ditch and dig, bitch. Do something real. Not your made up goddamn stories. <laughs> Where do I get my material? With fucking inside a vessel when I sandblast. <laughs> And I wish I could say that, like, we've had it good for so long, but it hasn't been good. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, rolling in money. I'm not, like, living my life, like, the, the 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 pinnacle of my life. No, it's been a nightmare the entire time I've done comedy. Like, it's just, like, I've, I've missed so many opportunities that could have put, made me an actual true human being to, like, just be a comedian. And now, like, I don't know how to work and, like, I don't know how to do stuff. Yeah, it's sad when you think, like, you know, you by now you could be a realtor that doesn't even show houses anymore because you have a team under you. Yeah, I hate thinking about what I could be right now if I had just been, like, yeah. You hang with Eugene and send out two bimbos to show the bungalow. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. And you make about 98 grand a year and you don't get out much and you just go there and make sure that they don't have the wrong flowers on the table and... (laughs) yeah it's this weird thing like everyone says follow your dreams but um I don't know just like I told that guy in Gull Lake when I got stranded there with um what's his name from uh fuck what's his name in Saskatchewan Des when Des got the car impounded and we had to walk to the highway and I had to change into pants because the mosquitoes were eating me alive and there was this kid who was like 16 at a convenience store and I just looked at him I was like don't ever follow your dreams don't ever follow your dreams. Like it will end yeah. up bad. And that's a funny joke, except you also in that story ruin a child's life. I did ruin a child's life. Or 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 I made his life better. I made him 
I did like one speech. I think I talked about it before. Like uh, somebody I went to high school with asked me to go and do a speech for his high school students. Yeah. Like he basically just brought in some people that were sort of like had different careers and asked them to come and speak. And I didn't realize like, I didn't go with any material and I didn't really realize that I was the speaker. Like I thought like, Oh, there'd be like five or six of us. We'll do like 10 or 15 each. And I'll just be like, comedy is like a good night, you know, just like whatever, you know, do a few things. And then they were like, oh, so how long are you doing an hour or 75? And I'm like, Oh my God. So I had no idea what to do, but I basically just talked about like, you know, um, because and it's true like in comedy like you know we can say like oh this sucks but you only have one life and think of all the free time you had Mm -hmm. that you would not have normally had oh totally like like you've had a ton of free time to do you know we mostly wasted it yeah but if you were (laughs) if you were a realtor grinding it in your 20s and 30s you would have been working like 55 60 hour weeks you would have been like super aggravated at all these different people in your industry trying to fucking take sales away from you. Like there would have been a lot of aggravation and angst and like more hard miles on your body and your mind from yeah. that, from going that way. Right? I do. I mean, I do. I've experienced stuff that I never would have before. And I'm, I don't regret doing what I did, but I'm, but I do like sometimes like, what if I did it? What if I had like a regular job what if i had skills that, that's <laughs> it's also, so great in your 20s oh yeah. my god comedy is fun in your 20s but then you hit your 30s and you either have to be a really good comedian and stay in it or you have to be delusional and stay in it or you have to quit and get a real job or both like us. <laughs> like us yeah exactly but it isn't like in your 20s it's the coolest it's i had the most fun of my life like i don't think yeah. i I I did I lived in Los Angeles. I did all these cool things. I hung out with weird people, and like I I experienced a really really good time. But like it's like it is like for all that fun. Now I'm like stuck in Edmonton. <laughs> like, there was nothing to, to show you got, for. You had you had the opportunity to work with Dustin Diamond before he passed. Oh, you know? I know. Did you see that? You know what? I there was like a fake death rumor about him last year. Oh, looks like those conspiracy theories came true. They came true. He had cancer. Screeching on. Um, he had lung cancer, yeah, which yeah, is no, weird. Screech had lung cancer. It is. It's sad. It is sad. Ashes it is sad. Ashes to ashes, trust the dust. And also, our like the people that were like in our childhood are dying now. So what else does what else does that make you feel? Yeah, especially for me as like a hypochondriac, you get to a certain age where you're like, because being a hypochondriac is I, I like, you know, you get pains and then you start to say, holy fuck, I'm dying. Yeah. And then you see like, you know, fucking screech is dead. And you're like, well, that's me then I'm going out too. see yeah. you later, everybody. I got this weird pain in my abdomen and looks like I got about a year left. And, and it's crazy because you see people that get diagnosed with something and in six months they're gone. Like, that's crazy. And Screech, like the, the thing about Screech that I learned from watching him do comedy and working with him was that, uh, you know, it was sort of like, oh, it, um, just because somebody played some nerd dweeb on a TV show, they're still a celebrity. So when you meet them in real life, they still act like they're 50 times cooler than you. And they're just trying to crush puss. Like, I thought Screech, I thought Screech was going to come in and be like, hey, everybody, I'm just like I was on the TV show. Girls are scary. But he comes in with like, where's the fucking pussy at in this town? And then he's on stage and he's like, trust the dust, ladies. Trust the dust. Yep. He made a porn. Have you seen his porn? No, I didn't see his porn. He had the porno. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. I, of course, I watched all the celebrity porn. How can you? What? Jim, have you seen it? No, I said saved by the balls. Saved by the balls. All right, because I'm grabbed by the balls. It was like a threesome that he met these two girls at the bachelorette, and I believe one of the girls is the bride. I don't know. Hey, but you it's get a chance, you get a chance to get to roll in it with Screech. Go for I it. I mean, Screech was Screech was packing. So Screech he, didn't have anything yeah. to be sad about. No. <laughs> well, he, the funny thing, yeah, because I thought he was going to come in and be like a lovable loser, and then he wasn't, and, and so I was like, hey. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. And then it's like, no, he isn't. He's a rich celebrity who played a dweeb on a TV show because that's what he looked like, but he's not going to come to Edmonton, Alberta and be a lovable loser. He's going to come here and be like, where's the titties? Show me your titties. 
like he because he was I, he must have said trust the dust on stage probably 30 times per set like he would and he would say it about ladies like trust the dust ladies trust the dust <laughs> and i was like who does this guy think he is and it's like well he's every, it's packed Dustin everybody diamond here is dustin diamond is the definition of big dick energy <laughs> he had big dick energy because he had a big like if there's a, a dude that's like if he's like unattractive and, and not wealthy and you're like why is this guy being an asshole because he's got a big dick that must because, be a weird that must be a weird reveal for women where they're like this guy has no reason to be this confident and this forward i better and fuck then, him. He's probably got a big dick and then you start fucking him and you're like he has a tiny dick he's a psychopath yeah, <laughs> yeah that and then he murders you. And then that you get a tiny dick murder. It's hard to figure out if it's big dick energy or sociopath. It's like, yeah, it's hard sometimes to Sometimes it's both, but rarely it's both. <laughs> because someone with a big dick does not need to kill women. Um, yeah, but it's more, you know what, Kathleen? It's about power, not sex. Did you know that? Oh, oh yeah, I knew it. Oh, I've heard that. You. Oh, I know. There she is. There's my little dog. <laughs> She's so cute. Like she really is the cutest dog in the world. You got to get you got to get animals when they're puppies or kittens though. Like my my wife has made that mistake like 3 times now where we Oh, she get, got cats. We get well we get cats, but we don't get them when they're kittens. Like we get them when they're already like 2 years old. So they just sort of stare out the window and miss their old family for Oh. And so you're like, "Hey, new cat, how's it going?" And then they're just like put me next to the window and I'll wait for, I'll wait for Georgina to walk by. <laughs> oh, where's Georgina and Vivian? Oh my God. My old family. Why have they forsaken me? You know? So you're like trying to ingratiate yourself to this new cat and all they do is miss their old family that abandoned them, you know? Aw, but you got a new cat and is it nice or does it hate you? Oh, that's what it does. It looks out the window and just waits for its old family to come and get them. That's so sad. That's like when my mom died, she had her dog. And then Janet's mom took Finn, which is like, he's living the greatest life now. Like he lives with a, like he lives with basically my mom again. It's the same thing. But she was always like, he seems so sad. I think he misses your mom. And I'm like, I don't know about that. But like, now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, I bet you pets are like when you're act when your first owner, if they die or. Yeah, they think where they, they go. Yeah, they, they weren't at yeah. the funeral, right? There's no yeah. pet friendly Finn, funeral. Finn was at the funeral. Oh, you brought the little Fifi to the fucking casket? Finn, and said, here she Finn is. Yeah. Yes. We were. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Finn came to the funeral home. She like, needs cause... this animal needs closure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lick her face. Don't lick her face. That makeup was $180. Because we had her cremated, so we had like a viewing before, like so we could all go in and say goodbye. We brought Finn. Finn like looked like we held him off. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he knew what was going on, but yeah. And then he came to the funeral. No, they get it. Dogs get it. They can smell it, right? I mean, that's the thing about. That's the only thing that makes me think that there might be a God and that humans are the center of the story is that we got such a, like, we have all the best of, we have the best of everything. And then the other, the things animals can do better than us are things that we wouldn't want to do better. We wouldn't want to smell better. We wouldn't want to smell a thousand times more. Like think about how fucking gross tents would be if we could smell like an animal. Yeah. Like if we could I thought you meant like smell good. I'm like, have you smelled the dog? They stink. I thought you meant like animals can smell better than us. No, they they're just their sense of smell yeah. is so yeah. much stronger than ours, and it doesn't do them any good. It makes the world confusing and horrible. Yeah, everything reeks. But they love stinky stuff. They do. Yeah, I guess some of them. The like The dog. My dogs will go right up to a pile of shit and be like, "Oh, I wonder who this is. <laughs> wonder what they had for lunch." <laughs> and he knows exactly what they had for lunch. Some yeah, in kibble. <laughs> they, if they could talk imagine if they could fucking talk what they they would oh. never stop talking about the stuff they smelled i've dreamed about that like uh, like i've even thought about that a lot lately because it's just been me mostly and the dogs and the cats and it's just like i wonder uh what they're thinking oh eugene so i, w- I went to go pick up adam from 
Calgary and we stopped in Red Deer for a bathroom break and Eugene was in the car and he found a bag of beef jerky and he ate the whole thing. Wow. And uh, so I was like, oh, you asshole. So he'll be fine though. And But then the next day he was like, we went to my brother's house and he was like lying on a pillow and they're like, is he okay? I'm like, I don't think he's okay. And then that night we went home and I put a towel in the in the dryer and I wrapped him in it and he just like laid there and I, I was like I gotta take him I think he's dying like I think he because there's so much salt that dogs don't dogs don't eat salt so yeah. there's all this salt in it so then I'm like freaking out and I so I we took him to an emergency vet and uh paid 250 dollars to find out he had a tummy ache <laughs> but the vet did say it was a good thing you brought him in because they put like fluids in him and stuff like it would have been bad on his kidneys, but yeah. So my dogs cost me more money because of something they ate again. Fuck. <laughs> oh, damn it. Those fucking animals. Like they're just, they, you know, like that's the problem is you got, you know, you love them too much, right? It's like, they are your children. You And you're like, well, I can't just, there's no way that I could just let them die. There's no way. Like if I didn't take them to the vet and they died, I would never forgive myself. I would. That's what I said. I said, I'd never forgive myself if he, if he died like in the middle of the night because I was too cheap to take him to the to the vet and thank you OnlyFans OnlyFans page for that uh-huh. <laughs> but if Eugene did die would you bring Dottie to the funeral oh yeah but I don't want to think about that <laughs> do people do doggy funerals I'm sure they do like we uh we never did but like we had I had a bird funeral when my budgie bird died when I was a kid would you be a backyard burial person or is that against the renter rules? Um, I, if I was renting, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't bury it in the backyard. No. So currently- I think most people get their dogs cremated now instead of just burying oh, yeah. them in the backyard. Yeah. Like, I think that's a thing. Burn. Yeah. Yeah. I have a picture of them when they're dead, when they first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Framed when they're dead. Yeah. No, that's what they do. We, I haven't ever kept any ashes from any of my pets, but I like, I think for sure with my dogs, I would, I have something about dogs. Like I love my, I've loved all my cats. I've only had cats before dogs, but like I would die for my dogs. I don't know if I would die for my cats. I know that sounds so bad, but I, I love them. And my one cat. Anybody would blame you. I think if I saw you step in front of a bullet to save your cat, I'd be like, what the, what is wrong with you? you yeah. Doing? <laughs> and I used to be completely cat person. I'm like, dogs are dumb. Dogs are just like, cats are independent and cats are, I literally have my cat here and my dog here and but uh but then I got a dog and I'm like oh my god dogs are so awesome but I've never had I've never never had a dog I never had a dog oh hello I've never had a dog he looks like he's quite serious Judy yeah Judy's not serious right (laughs) 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 she has a scowl Jim's right she has a little scowl to her if she seems nice she is nice well, she's very cuddly well i guess i just don't like the workload of dogs i don't like the idea of yeah. like having to take them to a fucking concentration camp when i go on vacation you know yeah i think dogs are more just like the closest thing next to kids and if i ever felt like i wanted the kids that, that i have dogs which is kind of like i have more res- there's way more responsibility with dogs like than cats like cats you can leave food for them and go away for a weekend and they're fine but dogs if you left them for a day they would they would not be coping well (laughs) no and there's something humans like about that sort of like how much it seems to love you oh yeah it's unconditional love when really it doesn't just like when really we just forget they smell ten thousand times more than us so they're just like that smell i like that smell (laughs) he smells home My favorite smell is here. And it's not dying. That's a scary thing. Like when a dog comes near me, I'm like, does it know I'm dying? <laughs> you think it's smelling dog? you think it's smelling your Ronaria? Oh, it's a death, it's a death. <laughs> oh, that's a death sniffing dog. What? <laughs> yeah. It knows when people are about to pass. <laughs> he really seems to like you. <laughs> the Grim Reaper of dogs. Because some of them are cadaver, right? Like cadaver dogs. So they know oh, when yeah. shit's up. And like, I oh, think I talked about- that... can sense seizures and stuff. Well, I think I talked about that before on the podcast about those wolves that were chasing buffalo. 
And then they just left these buffalo that they were chasing and ran like 10 miles and then found this other buffalo that was like laying there and dying. Like they could, they were like chasing like buffaloes. And then they were like, wait a minute, they caught a waft, like just a waft of buffalo death from like 10 miles away and then ran to it and, and just sat there around the dying buffalo, waited for it to die and then ate it. Oh, I thought you were going to say they had a little vigil for it. Yeah, they had a little funeral, you know, but it was it was socially distanced. Everybody in the pack was six feet apart, you know. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, at least your mom passed away when you could still do like an actual proper funeral, right? You didn't have to do like a COVID yeah. fucking virtual funeral where you're trying to log yeah. a bunch of old people onto their iPads. Yeah, no, I had I've had relatives pass away this year and both both from cancer, but we haven't been able to do anything. It's kind of weird, like when somebody dies, but you can, you don't get closure if you cannot have that. If you can't have your egg salad sandwiches and sit around and talk about how much how great they were. It's like there's no closure. Like it still feels like they're still here. It's very it's a weird thing. Yeah, especially when you're like locked in your house and then you're like, you know, you we come out of this and then it's like, how, who's dead? Like, I, yeah. I, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's dead. So how's everybody doing? I'm still alive. All right, let's go for a beer. Some of us didn't make it through. Some of us are dead. COVID. Well, hopefully you can have a funeral at some point. You know what I mean? Like maybe put it together with your, maybe like put it, uh, you know, you know, in the, in the, in the spirit of cost savings, uh, fucking team it up with your wedding. Yeah. Just have a, a wedding funeral <laughs> yeah. like, i mean I that mean, wouldn't be a bad idea everybody chips in you know and it'd be kind of cool Cause funeral then, food? yeah because you then you celebrate their lives and like celebrate your new life at the same time that's true that's a very positive way of looking at things <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i'm wrong i don't think you're wrong either but uh I don't know if I would do that. I, I don't even know when my wedding's happening now. Cause like it, we, they said like, if you have anyone coming from outside of Canada, don't have your wedding in 2021. <laughs> and do you have people and, coming from outside of Canada? Well, I had a couple of people coming from like California maybe. And then Christina Walker, I don't know if they're Canadian, if they can get back. I don't know what's going on. It's just so like annoying. Like I, I can't plan anything. No. And kids sports are dead too. Like, you yeah. know, they, they're like, it's over. The gig is up part. And then yeah. of course you're only getting a partial refund, right? Like that's the way life works is like, but at least okay, you're getting a refund of some sort. You paid a thousand dollars and we didn't do anything. So here's 600 and you're like, where's the other four? And they're like, Oh, well that, ha- that can't, we can't get that. that they ha- didn't do any, any sports and they only gave you partial. We did like, um, you know two games or something like that like so a tr- yeah okay. so some so some of it is gone like some of it is so two two hundred dollar games <laughs> but yeah you basically paid you know it's at the end of the day it's going to be like you paid five hundred dollars for your kid to do tryouts and play two preseason games wow are um, they still but, practicing because i heard they were going to let them still practice maybe so no, they could still no it's all over only the nhl oh. only the big timers the rest oh are absolutely God. fucked. <laughs> Luckily, my kid doesn't, I don't think, you know, like he's okay. Like he's fine with, you know, but there are some kids like that are like just love sports. Yeah. It's all they have. And of course there's like one, I think there's like an example of one teenager who committed suicide in the States and that's been just blown up. Like it's just on every single right wing news feed about like a teenager that killed themselves because they missed football or something. Yeah. And like that was not, they weren't, they had no mental health issues before this. Right. (laughs) I just just don't know. Like it's possible that we could come out of this and say like, you know, okay, the next time we might do things differently, but I don't know what people expected politicians and health officials to do in a situation like this, other than what they did, because if they just let it go, but they had information that suggested that that would, that would cause more casualties, they can be sued into the fucking ground. 
Oh, people would have been livid if if all these if, if the pandemic had gotten out of control. And I think it's so stupid the way they're doing it. They're opening and closing it. Like I, the restaurants are open again on Monday, so we're open again on Monday. But it's just like this starting and stopping and starting and stopping is not doing anybody any favors. It's really really annoying. And it's it as soon as you stop your isolation, then it's just like well, all that that the past two months we've been sitting at home now mean absolutely nothing. Because you're just like, because some people in Vermilion were mad that their restaurant was closed for too long. So, so let's open all the restaurants again. Like, fuck, I'm so. And you just know that the restaurants in Alberta that reopened before everything lifted, you know that they had bad food. Oh, they were just small town restaurants that were pissed off. There's no way that it was delicious. Like, if you have delicious food and a great client base, you're going to be like, let's wait two more weeks and reopen. Why would we reopen two weeks before every other restaurant can open unless our fish and chips is disgusting. And now people, now we're busy because people are like, Hey, and you just know that people that went there are like, fuck yeah, this is about freedom. And then they sat down yeah. and they're like, fuck is this gross? Like, <laughs> are these pierogies disgusting? <laughs> but then the local camera crews come in and they're like, yeah, fight the man. But this is gross. This actually is disgusting. And the whole argument of like, oh, well, the big city restaurants have like food delivery services. I'm like, you're a small town. You think you're going to like, how busy were you? You know, like people can still pick up food from your restaurant. Like, I don't understand why you're not able to do that. Like, I don't get why you have to be open. Well, or you could, couldn't you do a delivery service? Exactly. If you're you in can a modify town. your business. All these people that are like, my business is dying. My business is dying. Well, then figure that the fuck out, businessman. <laughs> like, figure out how to make your business survive this. Like, I get like that it, it's a really hard time, but yeah, so many different companies and business had to change everything about what they do in order to survive. You're not special. Well, your little restaurant city, is not special. Big city restaurants are like, you know, complaining about how skip they don't make any money on skip the dishes right so like yeah. if you were in a small town all you'd have to do is hire greg yeah he takes your a and w meals all over rimby you know? <laughs> yeah like, I, I don't know why you couldn't do that right you just pay a guy minimum wage to drive a and w all over rimby yeah it's not hard it's not hard but, but it's i guess their drivers like, are open freedom. like yeah i don't know who knows i mean maybe who the fucking knows they're probably just at home like, I don't know, man. What are we going to fucking do? Who knows? I don't know when, like, comedy clubs will probably open again in March, I'm yeah. guessing. Like, Well, I, at first I was booked, like, next Tuesday. <laughs> but then I'm like, are you sure? And uh, <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah. And then, I like, an hour later, oh, no, it's not going to be until March now. I'm like, yeah, because you guys are being, this is so stupid. Like, and I, even today on on the news well, the the liberal media pardon me they had uh oh, they drive me crazy they had a they had a doctor oh yeah <laughs> a doctor where is this money his... coming from i bet Come his name his... i bet his name was grant <laughs> fucking guy but Can't he's like <laughs> if if they reopen everything again we're gonna get a third wave and then that means april and may is gone like fucking just sit at home. I don't understand. I get so if you, fucking tough. If you know anything Ugh. about surfing, it's the third wave that kills you. <laughs> it's true. The first wave, you're riding it. The second one takes you under and then you're just about to breathe. And then the third one, boof. Kills you. You're dead ass. You're gone. I don't know. I yeah. haven't had COVID yet. Me neither. I've not I, had COVID. I, I know one. I still only know one person who's had it. I've known a few people who have had it. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, like, I think COVID is sort of like, right now is sort of like being gay in the 80s where like there's a lot of secret COVIDs out there. Like there's a bunch of people that you actually know that have had COVID, but you- They just they don't advertise they it. Because they're like, I don't really want people to know I had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to chill out in my room and fuck this guy. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, no. Well, I just want to, so if restaurants are open, does that mean that we can- tape together again or not no i think it's still the like you if you go to restaurants you have to go with people from your oh that's right you have to be with your household podcasts are stage three yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you know, podcasts are very contagious. I checked with Jason, Kenny, and podcasts are going to be stage three if we can get hospitalizations under three people per year. <laughs> Kenny, you know Kenny fucking. I wonder what podcast Jason Kenny listens to. Imagine what is in his fucking shitty leased truck. It would be interesting to see like what some of these people, what Trump listens to, what Kenny listens to, just what these morons listen to. It's got to be Newsmax, you know, it's got to be just like whatever you want to hear. It's sort of like us two though, right? Like for me, if I'm listening to a podcast and people start talking for 13 minutes about something that I, I, I'm, I'm in total disagreement with, I shut it off. Yeah. Like I don't keep listening to things where I'm like, well, no, I think that's wrong. And uh, I, I don't keep listening to it, you know? Yeah. Like people are like, oh, Jordan Peterson. And I'm like, no, nah, I, uh, no, thanks. Like, I don't need this shit of like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm a scientist, but I believe in God. And I also think that the only way to get value from your life is to work. That's it. And it's like, okay, you fucking Mormon freak. Like, <laughs> that's what Mormons think. That's what Mormons can. That's what religious people have always tried to convince the underclass of is that the only way that you can get any value from your life on earth is yeah. to serve and to be into labor and toil, right? It just drives me so crazy that religious people think that because that's what they believe, everyone has to believe it. So I saw this video of this girl explaining abortion and she's like, I am an atheist. I don't believe in God. I want to be able to make a choice if I have to for my own body. You don't believe in that stuff? Fine. You sweetie, don't do it. Sweetie, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. But you're, let me tell you something. Your baby has a soul, whether you want to believe it or not. Your baby has a soul. And that soul, if, it, if, if they put a needle in your pussy, the soul's trapped. The soul's in your stomach forever. Don't you get it? You don't, you want, your baby, you don't want your baby's soul to be trapped inside your fucking uterus, you bitch. Just a haunted womb. Just a soul trying to flitter out of there but no your pussy's too tight it can't get out of there oh i just don't, I, just I hate don't, these atheist I, women that don't think abortion's evil i just don't understand why they can't put that together like nobody is over there telling them that they have to go to the government and regulate if god is real or not nobody's forcing that but they have to force their religious beliefs on everybody like it's fucking ridiculous i i, I hope in my lifetime i see religion die but i don't think i ever will but I hope I, I see a, a lot of religion go away. You won't, right? I mean, you never, it'll always be, it's a, it's a like we have, you know, like it'll always be a part of the human story, right? Like nobody, you're never going to get 8 billion people to go, yeah, when you're dead, it's just lights out, bye. You know, like nobody there, you're always going to want to have some kind of like, you know, like we're all stardust and I'll see you again on the other side, like the other side, what other side, <laughs> you know, the other side. Oh, yeah? Is that likely? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's very likely. Like, I mean, I've talked about another podcast where it's just like, what are the percentages, right? What are the what are the odds? Like, why are we keep we keep buying this lottery ticket, you know, over and over again? And like, no, this one is a winner. This is a this is it. We're all going to see I get to see grandma again and my little doggies. Yeah, I didn't know that is a good thing. I didn't know that animals could go to funerals. And I'm gonna. Well, bring we weren't at a funeral home. We were just at a community hall. Ooh, ouch! That's what we want. We went to a funeral home, and we couldn't. Do you know how expensive funerals are? It's insanity. No, my mom. And like, we went to a community hall too. Yeah. Yeah, like, and in they wanted like ten thousand dollars just for the service, like. Not even for like, and then they're like, and then if you want it catered and like, and you, you have to get it catered from our caterers. I'm like, holy shit. No way. My mom would have been pissed off if we had done that. Like we did her funeral for probably, I don't know how much it was, but it wasn't very much. And it was the best funeral ever. When I die, first of all, I'm just going to tell my kids straight up, like, look, I don't have any money. So you're doing my funeral at the long-term care facility in the bed where I died. That's where we're doing the funeral. Like the day that I die in the gurney that I'm sitting in at the long-term care facility, bring in a fucking, you know, bring in a local realtor to say a few words. <laughs> I want to be like, 
and you know get my get my get one of my sons to give me away to Jesus or something, you know. <laughs> give me away to Jesus. Jesus, who, take gives, my who gives this man? Who gives this Not man? just his soul. Take his whole body. <laughs> who gives this man to Jesus? My brother and I do. <laughs> do you swear to hold Jesus through thick and thin? No, me and Jesus, we're gonna write our own uh, death vows and. Uh, look into each other's eyes and hold hands and then kiss at the end, you know? I don't want I don't want my soul to float up. I want to shoot me out of a cannon to heaven. I think that'd be kind of cool. Like you in can be shuttle. put into a firework. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can have your ashes put into a firework. Some cultures, they do the burning thing, like the communal burning where you're just on yeah. a bunch of sticks. I wouldn't mind that. Like a Viking funeral? Yeah, like laying on sticks and getting burned. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be interesting. That'd be exciting to watch. Yeah, you never see the whole thing though. Like on TV, they always like show when the fire starts to burn, and then they cut away to people crying, and then you know, and then they show smoke in the sky. They don't show like the whole like whoa. Like there's got to be a part of that where you're like Jesus Christ, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like, how do you remember your dad melting for some reason? I can't think of, I don't have a single memory of him as he raised me, but I just, he melted in front of my eyes. <laughs> like one of those fucking, uh, one of those Germans in the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> I put get... my mom in a bullet. Really? I have some ashes of my mom in a little bullet. Not a vibrator. Boy. <laughs> if you were a crackhead, you would take her ashes out and put it like in a pipe and then put a crack rock on top of it and smoke it. <laughs> we were watching South Park again. I haven't watched it in a while. It's like it was, the episodes are 20 years old, but they're very relevant to today. And then you, we watched the episode where Cartman like drank Kenny's ashes. He thought it was chocolate milk powder. <laughs> and then he has Kenny's soul inside of him. That show is the best show ever and i love watching it now because like i just like there's there's a lot of stuff on there that would not fly as well but i think they get away with it and they still would get away with it yeah but it's such a great show yeah i don't know i've never seen it you shut up you've never seen South Park. Well, I've seen, like bits and pieces of it like but i've never yeah. sat down and watched a show what yeah i don't know i just i'm not interested you would love it yeah like do you have crave yeah, I've craved like I'm just not. It's, a, it's I have on a weird, there. I have the very weird brain where I don't like comedy. Yeah. No. Well, I but don't this is like any comedies. I and I know that it's great. Like I, it's not yeah. like I'm like, oh yeah, I heard it's not good or like fuck, I bet I won't like it. Like I'm sure it's great, but like when I'm sitting down to watch something, it's either sports or like a history documentary. I like I don't, I just don't have any interest in any comedy at all. Go watch South Park, like, but start at like season five or six. Skip the first four; they were garbage. They're not garbage, but like five and six is starting to get really, really good. As soon as as soon as Randy Marsh becomes a real character, it's really he's the best. He's so funny. Because how long has that show been on? Like they've been on forever. Like twenty years at least since I was in grade yeah. seven. <laughs> oh my god! And you're twenty two yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm 40. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm getting old. Kathleen, you're not even 40 yet, are you? I'm not yet. I'm not going to be 40 for another few months. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> what are you going to do for your birthday party? Probably nothing. <laughs> I don't think only... anything will be open by then. You're just going to have like 40 socially distanced flamingos on your front fucking lawn. Yeah, probably. <laughs> With masks. I'm just not going to celebrate my 40th. I'll just celebrate my 41st. 40 is not a big deal. Like, you know, people try to make a big deal out of 40. I don't think it's that, you know, like. I think it's just like a, you're just, cha you're leaping decades. You're going to a new decade. Yeah. So. 50 is a tough, yeah. Like, I don't know. 40, 50 is a toughie because then when, as soon as you're 50, you're like, fuck any, any day now. Yeah. That's, I think 50 is a little scary probably. Cause at least 40, you're like, no, I still, I still can do stuff. But then 50, you're like, okay. Uh, so my friend died when he was 54. <laughs> and then there's like, there's 500 jobs you physically can't do anymore. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. like, I actually can't do that. Huh. Aging isn't fun, but I would not want to be 
like old you know like aging is not fun but i don't want to be like a 90 year old woman what's the old there's an old saying of like um the you know in life you want to die young as old as possible you know like that's yeah that correct. makes sense it never works out that way no it never does but yeah i don't want to be like one of those old people that can't do anything for myself no, it would be kind of cool to live like a queen for six months where people are feeding you and bathing you and you're just like, <laughs> give me my slippers, you fucking bitch. It was, I mean, my, my grandma's in her 90s and to, she's still motoring. That's as close to royalty as we're ever going to get is like just having people, you know, that are required to help us when we're Wipe 80. our asses. <laughs> it's going to feel good. <laughs> Don't undervalue okay. it. Did you get a thing Exciting. today? I guess we should. I didn't. I did not get one. I we would have lost anyway. We would have fucking lost. I didn't even leave my house today, so. But I'll get one for next week. Okay. Yeah, we'll just pretend we lost. You know. <laughs> well, thanks. I gotta go to the Max by Jim's house because yeah. that's every time I buy a winner. I gotta go to the Max by Jim's house because every time I buy a winner, it's from there. Okay. See, now yeah. you're turning into an old woman. You're like, no, there's a place you got to go and there's a guy you got to talk to. And then turning. Don't, let him, don't let him take the one that's on the far right, you know? <laughs> I'm not that bad yet. You can grab the one on the left. <laughs> oh, well. Thanks for doing your own podcast, Jim. And Thanks Kathleen. for doing the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, for Thanks for listening, Patriots. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>